Welcome everyone to our first podcast of The Truth Behind the Journey. My name is Dima and I'm following the minor Human Rights Interdisciplinary at the Hanse University in Groningen. I am doing a project where I focus on discrimination against refugees. This project is conducted by me and three other students named Allah, Anouk and Ruth. In the Netherlands there were 26,000 refugees in the year 2019. A lot of refugees have witnessed discrimination. There is still a lot of discrimination going on, thinking that refugees are only here to steal jobs or get money. Therefore, during this podcast, we want to tell stories of refugees who were forced to flee their country and had to seek for a better place to live. We give them the opportunity to tell their side of the story. During this podcast, we have a guest speaker from Afghanistan who had to flee her country due to political issues. As known, Afghanistan is facing a civil war since the year 1978. So let's introduce our first guest. Uh, well, thank you for asking me. Uh, my name is Sadaf Aryan and I am 24 years old. I'm turning 25 in January. Uh, I currently live in Malda. It's a small village nearby Nijmegen. And I live with my parents, my brother and my sister. I'm the oldest one in the house. Uh, I'm in school. Uh, I'm in my second, third year, you can say. <laughs> and I'm studying economics. And I also have a job um, at a perfume store called Douglas. And yeah, that's basically it. Okay, thank you very much. As mentioned before, you were from Afghanistan. Yeah. Uh, did you come here with your parents? or I did. I was... Um, One and a half when we came to, uh, or not, not when we came, but when we left the country. Um, my mom, she was pregnant with my sister. And then, um, yeah, we came here because there was a lot of war at that time. Okay, so you came here with your parents. And yes. uh, what was the reason you had to leave the country? Well, um, like like I said, there's a lot of war still going on. So... It's not safe. Like back in the days, it was a very, um, the country was very, uh, how do you say it, modern. And like now everyone is covered up and there is a lot like the Taliban, you know, they have mm -hmm. the power over the country. And there is like there, you can live there, but it's not safe. Yeah. So especially during the time that when we came, um, when we left Afghanistan, the war was, I think at that time it was even more worse than it, than it is now. Oh, really? Yeah. So back then it was worse? Yeah. Because okay. that at that moment it just started. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Um, and how did you flee away? So f for, from what I know is that we... It's like my mom, she keeps telling me sometimes these things. And what I know, she told me that we came from Russia. And... Iran, Iran, I don't know how you say Iran. it. Yeah. And then we came to Germany, and then from Germany we came to the Netherlands. Okay. So we it, it's not like a one direction. We mm -hmm. just had to go Stop. through several stops, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Which was really hard because my mom, she was pregnant with my sister at the time. Yeah. And we didn't know the language. We, did, we knew, like, Persian, mm -hmm. like, Farsi. But, like, Germany, we didn't know how to speak German. We didn't know how to speak... Dutch, so we didn't didn't know anything, and you just had to rely on the people that you you were you basically giving them your money to make sure that you were coming, yeah. that they will get you where you wanted to be. Mm -hmm. 
So I can imagine that the decision is really hard to make to leave the country. Well, not for me because I was just one year. Yeah, I but was for just your one. parents. But for my parents, it? it was because they had to leave everything over there. Yeah. So yeah. But was it like a long consideration or was it? Just no, it like was like we had to do it because there was war. It was like a matter of life or death. Oh wow. And yeah, how? What was your life? Okay, I can imagine you were just like one year old, but. <laughs> For your parents, like, what did they do in Afghanistan? How was it? Could they just go to work or was well, it just Well, at the hard? time, my when my parents got married, I think that's the, uh, the time that the war started, maybe a little before they got married. Um, but they worked, both of them, and they just had to drop everything when they made the decision to leave Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And what about your family? Do you still have family over there? A lot of family? We did, but like um, some of them came with us. And I have one aunt. She's lived, She's in the United States. I have one uh, who is in Germany. So they're all over the places. But now most of the family of my mom's side is in Germany. But still also in Afghanistan. But it's like... Spread over the world. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, was the Netherlands like... The final des- uh, destination, or was it? I like, think whenever? it was because I'm not pretty sure how they made the decision to come to the Netherlands. But no way, I know how, how it went. <laughs> my uh, my cousin, he was already in in uh, in the Netherlands. So when he was here, and my uncle, my brother's uh, the brother, my the brother of my did I say that correct? The brother of my dad, he was also. Um, in the Netherlands, so before we came, we had a lot of family over here, so that's the reason why we came to the Netherlands. Okay, so you still have, like, you do have some family here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, that is nice. Um, how about, like, okay, we're going to talk about discrimination as sure. well. go ahead. Um, do people react in a different way once they find out that you were a refugee? Or like, well, it's not like that I tell them immediately, like, hey, I'm a refugee, I just... No, of course, <laughs> but if you... For example, if there is a situation where you talk about, like, yeah, once I flew the country, and yeah. I came here. So do they react or do they say anything? What is their reaction? Um, well, their reaction is normal. But I think the thing with refugees is that people think we just came here to um, use their money. and um, But at the other side, like, we had to leave our country because, like I said, it was a matter of life or dad mm-hmm. you know so we had and my parents they came to the netherlands because like they wanted to have me the best future that they could provide for me mm-hmm. so um it's not like that people are when i tell them like i'm a refugee i left my country that they are like oh you're just here for to use our money or to steal or to do some uh things that are not the illegal stuff and stuff like that but um yeah, I never had any discrimination or something like that when I told them, but I can't imagine that people did have that. But yeah. it, yeah, it. I think it's also the social media who yeah. makes it look like refugees are bad people and yeah. we are just here for the money and stuff like that. But at the other side, like, like, there are a lot of refugees over here. Like there are lawyers, there are doctors. They worked hard in their own country, mm-hmm. and, they and now them. they yeah. had to leave. Exactly, yeah. but now because they are here, they can do anything. But they are smart people. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of skills, stuff like that. They just don't speak the language, which yeah. is hard for them. So, 
yeah. Yeah. But have you ever dealt with discrimination yourself? Like, has anyone ever told you, like, oh, you're... Um, like, when I was in school, because I was, like, the only, like, how do you say it? Not Dutch kid. Yeah, non Dutch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, foreign, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's when I felt, because people were, like, you know, like, you could see I was the only, like, foreign. Non-Dutch, yeah. Exactly. And they were all Dutch. They already knew each other. And my parents, they they they, they knew the language, but not that good. So for us, it was really hard to like fit in, mm-hmm. and especially the the village that we live, like the people who are living over there, they they knew each other, mm-hmm. and we didn't. So yeah. we were just we were like w- not one of them. Yeah. So um, you would feel that that yeah, yeah sure like people would out. look at you, people would stare at you and stuff like that. But um, when you're younger, you're I think when you're grown up, you can speak for yourself. So like if someone would would give me an like. How do you say it? Like, uh, would discri- discriminate me? Mm-hmm. Like, I, w- I would stand up for myself, you know? Yeah. But, like... In high school, you would in high not school, do that. No, because yeah. you're young and you don't know what to say yeah. and you don't you don't fit in. So, you knew... You're already alone, so it's Exactly. Like and you, to... you know, like, if a Dutch person is telling you to go back to your country, you can't say to them like you know shut up or yeah, you can say something because them. there are 10 and yeah. you're just one so it's one against 10 so okay yeah. but did this affect you personally did it like make you stronger or did it well didn't it like um the discrimination i never had a really bad uh experience with discrimination so it's not like that um there that that, that, that something happened in my life which affect me so much to uh, which make me the person who I am today because, like, to be honest, discrimination is not o- not only about where you're coming from. You know, mm-hmm. it can be in different kind yeah. of things. So, um, yeah, I'm a stronger person today. You know, because I still feel like even if I weren't a refugee, people would still look at me like, "Oh, you're one of them." Yeah. You know, you have a, you. Okay, I dyed my hair, but <laughs> you know, like they would look at me and be like. You're one of them. Yeah, you you're still, not blonde. You're yeah, not, exactly. Yeah, okay, you know. You so just like my sister, like if you look at her, you won't see like there is nothing Afghan about her. She's mm-hmm. like white. She has blonde hair. Yeah. You know. So and but when I tell people she's my sister, then they're like, no, 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 that, that that's not possible. And I'm like, yeah, she's my sister. But like you will never say to her, you would not discrim like, yeah. you know. Because she doesn't look like a refugee, and I do, mm-hmm. you know. But what if I told you that I didn't? Um, how do you say it? Vluchten? Flee. Flee. Yeah, flee my country, you know? Yeah. Like, how would you respond to that? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I get it. I think it's, um, you know what they say, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think that's the thing that people do these days. They judge too quick before they know. Because I have people who are telling me, oh, yeah, you just came here for the money. I'm like, no, listen up. I'm in school and I'm like doing my bachelor right now. So I have a job for seven years. I work there. And then they're like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, that, that, that's okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, exactly. But I'm also a refugee. So yeah. be, me being a refugee doesn't change anything about what I study, what I, what I do. Or, you know, like my mom, she has her own business. My dad has his own business. So mm-hmm. what do you have? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like what do you have that I don't have? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah, but I hear that you're going to school, so yeah, yeah, that is good. It I, is. Yeah, no, that's really good. <laughs> and um, do you have like something you want to say to the people who have their opinion already against refugees? Yeah, well, like they should not. Like I said, don't judge yeah. a book by its cover because you never, you will never know the whole story. Mm-hmm. Like you know, people will give their last cent, penny, whatever that they have to leave the country. to leave their country to make the best for them and for their children. You know, yeah. and to be honest, what if there was going on a war in Holland? We will go to places like uh, you know, yeah, because we have to. It's a matter of life or yeah, death. It's like the thing, like the people don't really think about that like whatever like what what if there is what if you know and like these dutch people they always say no it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen what if what (laughs) if it's gonna happen you know what if like someone is over here shooting around Mm -hmm. you know you're not safe so you want to go somewhere else yeah so that's the exact same thing when people are leaving their country they're not doing it because they want to use the money of the government Mm -hmm. they're doing it because they're in in danger yeah that's the thing and you know, maybe they will go back. Who know? I don't know. Maybe they will. You know, when it when it gets more safe, safe yeah. and there is no more, uh, you know, they, it's not dangerous. They will go back. So here you go. They 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 get back and then yeah. You know, so um, people should definitely not judge them because the only thing that they see is what the media shows them. Yeah, I agree. And you know, they should hear the story behind that and not like because to be honest like uh countries like afghanistan it's a really rich country to be honest we had a really nice country it was really beautiful but it's all destroyed so if it were good i would go back definitely you know Mm -hmm. but there is nothing for me to do over there i don't have a life over there there is no freedom like i could not walk on the street like this, they will probably shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so th- that's the thing. If I had the freedom over there, yeah, I will go back, definitely. And did you ever go back to I did, yeah. When? I did. It's like, I think it was 10 years ago. It's 2020 right now, 2010. Yeah. yeah. It was 10 years ago. The, like, the life over there is way different than in Holland, you know? Like, over here... When I tell my mom, I'm like, oh, I'm going out to see my friend. She's like, okay, have fun. Tell her I said hi. You can go outside whenever you want. Like, mm-hmm. it's like a surprise. You know? You don't know like, what's going to happen. Gonna happen. You're just going to walk down the street and before you know, bum. You know? That, yeah. That's how life's over there. Yeah. Like, over here, it would never happen. But like, like 2020, you know, all the things that are going on right now, you never know. But look at, like, you can just go outside and walk. Yeah. Nothing will happen. Like but over safe. there... You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. So, like, yeah. one day you will be go, nothing's happening, and next day, like, you know, you never That's know. It's really strange to But it's, like, that. it's not in the whole country, to be honest. Like, there are some... Safe mm, places? Not, like, safe, safe, but um, there are some places that are very, very dangerous. Mm-hmm. But there are also some places which is a little bit more quieter. Yeah. Is that a word? I don't even know. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know. So yeah, what I yeah, what I would tell the people: don't listen to everything that the media says. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so that's one. Like even with the coronavirus, you know, everyone is like on Facebook and stuff. Like they should not believe everything that the media says, which is the same thing with yeah. um, a country that is in war. They should not believe everything that is online. True. So yeah, I couldn't agree more. 
Good. So I think uh, this is the end of the podcast. Okay. And yeah, your message is don't judge a book by its cover. No. I think it's really nice. And thank you very much for joining the podcast. You're welcome. And Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you have a better understanding of the situation of refugees. We hope you enjoyed listening and stay tuned for the next podcast where we invite a refugee from Iraq. Please like and share our social media platforms, The Truth Behind the Journey, so more people can listen to the refugees' story.